and welcome to the Stronger for Life podcast. I'm your host, Cass, and today I am joined by Esther Lamprevia. Exactly how you how do you pronounce that? Lampriave. Lampriave. Okay, well, I'm yes. joined by Esther Lampriave. Sorry about the, you know, being able to actually pronounce it. Um, <laughs> and uh, Esther is pretty much a one a long time practitioner of uh you can say high intensity training and super slow training is especially high intensity slow uh, strength training she pretty uh, she originally uh, uh transitioned from doing pilates now into uh progressive evidence based strength training and has been doing it for a very, very long time. She operates out in Spain, and I'm guessing with the whole uh, pandemic now, it's just uh, operating on um, uh, uh, virtually online. So welcome to the show, Esther. So thank you very much for accepting me and giving me this great opportunity to speak with you about this great subject. Uh, love to be here with you. Okay, yes. I mean, definitely. I, I decided to, you know, like have invite people on, practitioners, uh, experts, scientists, and people in general that I'm capable of having a dialogue so that, you know, people can actually learn something from it. So I wanted to actually start off and begin with why you originally you know, your your history and background with Pilates and why did you change in, from Pilates into yeah. evidence-based strength training? I mean, if some people try to think, wait a minute, if a Pilates was uh, already good, why did you have to change? Yeah, that's right. I thought like this at the beginning, thinking that Pilates, it was so... Uh, good because everybody said so. I bought the machines to have the personal trainer with one on one, mm-hmm. but actually could uh, see is not so easy for everybody. Mm. It's uh, depending on if they are all fit or they are not. So I could see that people were very fit. It did work. People didn't, uh, wasn't fit. It was so difficult to teach that uh, technique. And it was like no result at all because very technical movement very specific movement, complicated postures, and let's say, for example, my mom, mm-hmm. she is 80, and she couldn't do most of the exercise, so I thought I have to change my mind and keep uh, studying because I need to understand how it works that the human body like more um, uh, especially for everybody. Mm. Like 
some uh, scientific behind or something. Mm. I began to study like anatomy and physiology and biomechanics mm-hmm. of the body. Biomechanics, every uh, joints and muscles and how it works. Would begin uh, to understand more or less. Mm. But the problem was the those those the those yeah the the uh, 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 those uh, relationship with uh, the the organism or actually I'm guessing you you're thinking yeah. um yeah, like how much does the person need. Like how many reps, how is enough, how much is enough, how, how to rest, everything mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like, well, let's do this exercise and when must finish, when is enough, when is uh, not enough. It depends on what. What I'm trying to get. So many questions it keeps on my mind. And then it came to me this course related with high intensity. Mm-hmm. And everything was clearer because of the human body is designed. And muscular failure is the solution, I think, because mm. that point is the only point can decide the uh, exercise is finished without no cheating. Mm. So how, how would you respond to the people who basically say, oh, no, that's not the case. You have to do more volume, more more sets, more reps, or you have to train every single day to be able to actually get any results. How would you respond to that? The problem with the body, I think, can distinguish between muscles and joints, isn't it? The body, when you exercise, has to be with two parts. Muscles are very flexible and adaptable, and joints, they are so uh, delicate. Joints are not the same as muscles. Mm -hmm. They are like... Uh, ligaments, tendons, disc, uh, on the disc, um, the column, like. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the fibro cartilage, uh, cartilages and yeah. intervertebral discs, etc., etc. Yeah. They are not so flexible and not so adaptable. So, be careful on the joints because it's very different when you are young, like my daughter here, Julia. She is only 17. She can do whatever she wants, whatever she feels like. Like high volume, like 
many reps, any anything she wants, like doing any kind of sport, her body is gonna adapt to that. Mm-hmm. But when you are uh, age, when you uh, from let's say forties, the body has to change the way you exercise mm. because it's a natural process. It's natural. It's so normal. It gets degenerative uh, structure. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, ligaments, uh, fascias, and this um, everything basically it, it, it sounds like uh the you have a shelf life of your structural uh, connective tissues and right. yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean things you can do in uh in your 20s you can't get away with in your 40s and beyond yeah because they don't they work different than muscles mm. the muscles is the only organ we can uh, work to get the adaptation mm. for that joint to make it stronger, stabilized and um, not painful. Mm-hmm. Well, so how, how would you basically describe this to people, especially since you're from Spain and all, I'm guessing a lot of people still believe in the whole, to exercise, you have to do a lot of cardio or you have to run, you have to, you know, be uh, super active. And yeah. how would you explain to, and you can say, the regular person on the street, even in Spain, I'm not exactly sure how... Uh, the, yeah. uh, how the Spanish thought is uh, is like in over in Spain, but you know, like, how would you explain that to them? Yeah, because the confusion is they think they're gonna lose weight. Ah, they're gonna lose weight is the most the biggest problem. They think if you eat like rubbish food. They can compensate doing a lot of cardiovascular, like running or like uh, dancing or bicycle, anything. Or Zumba. That's that's a thing that you like. People <laughs> Zumba. They they love doing Zumba. <laughs> also, is something to do with having fun because they are told that is good for your brain. Mm-hmm. I think it's also as good as that to read a good book. Mm, okay, so so <laughs> a, a good a good old book. <laughs> let's say a book, let's say a music, let's say being with the a good friends or anything like this. Mm-hmm. But be careful with the body because more is not better. Mostly when you are 40s and so on. I'm now 
Oh, definitely. So, you yeah. know, it, 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 you basically... My joints. Yeah, you have to think about those things. Yeah, I want them all joints, like knees and my back and hips and anything that it's related to uh, joints. Uh, I want them very healthy for the rest of my life. Okay, so you definitely you're thinking about the longevity. So your your arguments would probably lean more towards hey, there are sh- a shelf life of uh, the human body and if you end up doing stuff like, you know, the thing that's o- uh, done over here in um in particular that's kind of like a hot trend is CrossFit and uh you know, like doing those explosive type of movements. And yeah. I'm guessing you're, you're, you're saying that, you know, once you're hitting your 40s, 50s, 60s, for, forget about that, huh? Maybe eugenetics is possible, but just cross your fingers. In the future, in 10 years, you are okay. Cross your fingers. <laughs> Maybe so, the genetics is good. And is for uh, for it. You are ready. It depends, but who knows? Most of them. Most of them is not like this. I wouldn't take the risk just in case I get uh, pain in ten years. So if it's like the medicine. They say this medicine is good um, for one thing, but it's not good for the other thing. So be careful to take it. Must be good for everything. If not, didn't didn't work. No. Yeah. Well. But but then again, there are some people who are saying, you know what? If you don't necessarily do all these uh, explosive movements or these things, you you can't train to be powerful. You can't get a muscle. You can't you know you can't get stronger. How would you pretty much um, argue against that? Yeah, there are two ways to get stronger. Do it as often as possible. Or just do it because a body reaches that adaptation. If you keep on doing many times, it's like a repetitive uh, movement. This is not gonna bring you. This is not gonna uh, bring you the best results because. The body is not uh, ready for that. Mm. He's got a limit, mm. a limitation, uh, depending on the age of the person. And the limit, it goes from the top when you are a teenager, mm-hmm. when you are 
25 is the top, but it's a normal process from there going down. And the first of the curves is very slowly. Mm -hmm. But when you are 40, 50, even 60, then begins to go so fast, going so fast down. I'm guessing in your introduction of uh, experiencing sarcopenia, loss of function, and I'm I'm pretty sure that for some people they end up developing neurodegenerative diseases. As in, um, I mean, definitely people lose the ability to be able to contract or even move around, and that can be really problematic. And I'm, yes. I, I'm guessing that's one of the reasons why you also are more inclined towards using the slow strength training. It's just because, one, it, it has been shown to prevent that. So so I, I'm guessing I wanted to ask particularly on your experiences of, you know, since you, you yourself are ongoing, you know, like we're all aging. And how has this slow tr- uh, strength training benefited your life? Yeah. How, how, how has it done so? Yeah, actually the best, um, uh, the, the most advantage, advantage mm-hmm. yeah, is to be fit. To be fit, I mean, feel strong, feel safe doing any kind of movement. Mm-hmm. Like I go shopping, I can carry my bags, I don't need any help. I can jump, but not so often. Mm-hmm. Because jumping is high impact mm-hmm. for my joints, mm-hmm. and that's very dangerous. Because maybe in few years, I got pain or even on my elbow, my shoulder, any joint is not ready for that movement. Yeah, all the benefits of this slow movement, firstly, I think it helps the person to be more aware what is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Just in case the body can compensate on doing some bad movement. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're ba- basically also, uh, um, I wanted to ask uh, particularly about it is slow training, especially slow resistance training, popular in Spain? Or uh, I mean, over here, it's kind of like we're really, relatively niche. And some people have heard us about us. Some people are like, and they, they can't tell the difference from regular uh, old strength training. But yeah. uh, I, I basically had to, you know, edu- do a lot of education in Me particular. Too. Yeah. So, so I'm guessing it's it's not really well known uh, even in uh, Spain. Is that correct? It's not well known. It's not very well known. Mm-hmm. And I think 
uh, it will go the way uh, this way uh, to reach more people because people as far as I know they now run in few years they will be painful so like, uh, so so basically you're just thinking that you know like yeah they can probably uh, participate in a few certain sports or a certain uh, whatever activity but down the line eventually you know uh, all those injuries it starts stacking up and yeah. I, I I'm guessing that that's the one of the reasons why you're pro uh, trying to be on the forefront to promote this type of training especially in Spain which I think it's amazing the fact that they they um uh do they have a slow training institute in Spain and yes oh okay all, okay all the studies I went to Barcelona mm -hmm. it is called pro training pro training and the name of this guy is Lucas Leal Lucas Leal Yes, he is the one brought this method to Spain, mm -hmm. so and I took the course. They here in Spain, they don't call it HIT; mm -hmm. they call it HIST. HIST. His. Because oh. of the trend. Mm, mm. So, so basically, there's a slight difference because of, um, I'm guessing, uh, this uh, particular high intensity training ha being brought, uh, brought by just one person, uh, is Mr. Lucas. And I'm from guessing. From Doug McGuff. Oh, so, so it direct, it's basically directly from also a Doug, a Doug McGuff is, you know, body by science, you know, I, I'm guessing. Actually, major that was one of the reasons why I actually got into high intensity training was because yeah. of what Dr. Doug McGuck. Yeah, I had the pleasure to meet him once in Barcelona. He came in 2018. Yeah, and he is. Uh, he gonna came back this summer, but who knows because of this virus. No, oh, yeah, so, it, it, plans yeah. have kind of changed. But uh, I, so I'm guessing it's because of Dr. Doug McGuff. Yeah, we're pretty much even doing podcast right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, and it's it's so yeah. weird. It's so weird that the fact that really a lot of us can point down to this. You know, one book written by one man, and and he decided, hey, this is how we're gonna, uh, uh, you know, like here's a solution to being able to safely exercise. Yes, and he is a doctor, but many of doctors doesn't know. Hmm? Oh, definitely. When you speak to a doctor and explain about this method, they don't know anything about it. 
So, so I'm guessing, uh, like, uh, I mean, just, uh, just yesterday, uh, I actually talked to Dr. Uh, uh, Ralph, uh, Cornwell Jr. and he, he even had a few conversations about, with his doctor about, you know, like, of course, it's about his own health. And in general, I'm guessing it's because a lot of doctors really are not trained to be uh, much less scientists, nor do they, uh, I, you know, they they don't have a large extent of background on, say, exercise physiology or even nutrition in general, I'm guessing. They don't study nothing about it. Mm. But they they dare to say, go and work every day 30 minutes. Uh, why, why 30 minutes? Well, I think because the people would say, okay, it's not so much, I have enough time, or I don't know. It's what they say generally to everybody. It works for everybody, they think. And they think it's a way like for the glucose, for the diabetic, or for people who doesn't want to... And do any sport because they don't know about this type of exercise. They only know about different sports or walking or in the, in aqua gym. So in the swimming pool or any kind of movement is uh, some a way of movement for everyone, but they don't study about it. So that's the problem. Yeah, so so there's you're basically saying that in well, I mean, I'm just gonna please uh, ask if, if this would be your opinion. If if doctors nowadays, if they should get an education about uh, any exercise physiology, it should be evidence based and something similar to that. What we're doing? Would you agree? Uh, I understand they have no time to study so many yeah. subjects. Yeah, I understand. But then, don't say that. They recommend, the recommendation is what I just uh, complaining. Mm, because so I wouldn't recommend anything is not on my knowledge. Mm. So the recommendation, if it comes from a doctor, people would do it. Mm. Because what the doctor says is the truth. And I'm not, I don't agree. So you're, you're so this is basically one of those, uh, type of things where you're, you're basically going against a, what most people usually and doing like, for example, um, if a doctor rec- uh, like Doctor Oz, you know, in the United States, is uh, says, "Oh, try this particular diet or try this," because it's endorsed by a doctor, so you should, you know, for example, try a vegan vegetarian diet or try to supplement or juicing, even though you're you're probably thinking, a ba- based on what you know, what what evidence do you have that it actually works or is actually even helpful, huh? I'm, I'm guessing, you know, that is, 
I, I'm basically telling you that, you, yeah, you're basically going against the grain, and that in general isn't really no, as normal as uh as you know we pretty much here. I mean, yeah, yeah, the same, the same. I think it's a global problem. I mean, when I see people like you on the on the social media. The social media. Uh-huh. I'm so happy. I feel great being like this kind of home, uh, worker mm-hmm. exercise. Pure exercise because normally when I see uh, personal trainers doing that kind of, I don't know what to call it, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I know what you mean, but I mean, just like anybody nowadays can be a pers- personal trainer. The, the, all yeah, they have to do is just, yeah. just buy, buy a test and just kind of pass it. So it's a pity. It's a pity because like you and me, could uh, we could, uh, could we speak about any subject related like a dentist? No. No. Like, um, I don't know, any other profession. Mm-hmm. I only like the profession I really study and I really understand. So, another personal trainer doing great things like a circus, the more difficult the better, I wouldn't uh, trust, no? Mm, so, so basically you're saying that the, the people who are like doing flips and, and doing those, uh, acrobatics, you, you, you probably would say that looks cool, that looks nice, but I probably wouldn't b- bet designing a whole routine or workout yeah. for regular people like you, you and me. Yeah, that's right. Um, the problem is that in this, uh, profession. Uh, everybody wants a uh, little space without any knowledge. Only movement, only great um, kind of uh, gestures, mm-hmm. gestures. But it goes nowhere. Well, but then again, I, I, I would, you know, trying to play a little bit of the devil's advocate. Maybe it's because people listen to these people because they, they look amazing. They look like uh, having the body that they want. So therefore, if you have the body that I, I want, I'm going to do whatever you're doing. Is, is that the particular the case? The problem, Cass, is that what you and me knows it comes from that book, very famous book like Body by Science. Mm-hmm. As it says on the title, behind it's a research, behind it's a doctor, behind it's medicine, behind it's um, human body. Mm-hmm. So, so basically. Our, our arguments are based on evidence base and, and, you know, like there, there's some sound reasoning behind it. While a lot of yeah. these other personal trainers, I, 
I you want to you like for example what's it called again um um, just to throw a, a name out there uh, is uh, a few a few programs that's aimed towards women, especially um, women that have really a lot of body issues. I, I there's I, 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 I I'm um, going to throw out a, a name there. And you know what? If I get hate for it, I get hate for it. But uh, Brett Contreras, he's known for as the glute guy and he has been kind of selling women's body especially like trying to get a bigger butt and and it it kind of preys on these women's insecurities and some of it is just kind of like wait a minute you're having us do certain do like some of these exercises that he has as recommendations I'm just kind of like I don't know about that and yeah do, do you think the reason why a lot of people end up doing Things that might be harmful to them is because a lot of them are just insecure about their body. Do you think that's the reason? Yeah. Did I tell you when I was young, about 25, 27, mm-hmm. 20, yeah, actually it was when I was 28, I used to be the owner of a gym. Mm-hmm. The gym, it was only for... Uh, Female, mm-hmm. female. Oh, a female-only gym, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. All, they only wanted to work uh, for butt and abs. But the only oh. the butt only only button abs. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> tumba, tumba. Okay, so so basically the three fa- uh, the uh, 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 probably fam- um, uh, three things that uh, happen to be really popular w- amongst women is abs, butt, and but Zumba. That's... That's... Oh, okay. I, I, I believe it. The problem is that by that age, I thought that working my abs or working my glutes, I would get bigger. And it never happened. So it, in, you know, the fact that you probably followed these uh, high volume programs and, you know, like you were trying to hammer in your glutes, your abs and everything, you never got um, the, you never got your body, the body that no. you wanted. No. And I was there every day, like five, six, seven hours a day. Five, six, seven hours a day in the, yeah, I'm guessing in the gym, huh? Because you owned it. Yeah, I was crazy. I was crazy. I didn't, I didn't understand actually my stress, like metabolic, by that time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I had the cortisol. Cortisol? Yeah. Is it called? Yeah, yeah, it's called yeah. cortisol. Yeah, cortisol is the stre- normally the stress hormone. Very high, very high, because I only wanted uh, more and more and more. And also, I didn't get any good results on my body. Like, you, you, no, nothing? Nothing. Uh, and I, but uh, maybe some people say, oh, yeah, you just need to have more time. Did, uh, you know, like, how, how did, did you do it for many years or did you? Yes. Many, I ma- can tell you, seven years. Seven years. Seven years. All right. I had 
I have two younger children in high school, but shut it down because of the big gym, mm-hmm. the bigger gyms. I had to shut it down. Mm. But I mean, I realize how the body put the limit. Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I did love what I mean, what I was doing mm-hmm. because it was a business. Mm-hmm. You see, it was uh, to make money mm-hmm. and all, also with a high passion. Mm. Yeah, I, I. Could understand the body doesn't work like this. The more, the better. Always have to respect the limit. Mm, so, so that, is that a device that you would tell to other young women? Because they, they basically, a lot of them, they say, "Oh yeah, you know what? I'm gonna work out because I want a bigger butt, or I want to have like slim abs, or I just want to." Yeah. What, what mean, would you say to them? I, I, I never be like big muscle or big uh, complexity. Mm-hmm. I've never been like this. Maybe genetics, it goes to another person and she's lucky. She's lucky, but not in my case. So so you're basically going to tell the, uh, and say a younger person that, hey, you know, the, the, the genetics, it's really, it's basically yeah. just genetics. It's like what Bob Macaf says. Mm-hmm. You have to choose better your parents. Oh, so choose, choose, choose your parents. You want, you want to have a body like uh, that. A lot of these fitness models, you know, like yeah. uh, they they have like really really impressive bodies. But I'm guessing you you really I, normal I people like us we can't do it. Yeah, I would love to have that muscle. But I never did. Even after seven, seven plus years of training? Never come. <laughs> but anyway, now is not my goal. My mm. goal now is to get fit when I get older. Mm. So you, you shifted basically your priorities where... I, I, you know, to be honest, a lot of people, especially even my young age, you know, like be, if you get, even the women that are getting working, uh, working out, they originally come in like, I just want to look good because I want to get more dates. I want, you know, like, you know, be more of the atten- center of attention and, you know, like have, um, I guess you can say they, they want to be like seen as the hot stuff, you know, yeah, and, I, I, I'm guessing it's that's more of a young person type of mentality, huh? Yeah, the great disadvantage of women uh, is that we are not as stronger as men. So just for this reason, we should be more aware of the big problem. Hmm, so, so definitely. It, yeah, it's like we are less strong, less uh, possibility to reach higher that level. So I must work more consciously As than a man. So, so you're, you're basically, you know, 
I, I actually kind of witnessed this, that how, you know, even a man versus a woman, if they were to start working out, it, it, it's always been in my case that if uh, in man versus woman, you know, like a man works out, he does any stupid program at, at all. It could be like even poorly designed, yet he still ends up getting better gains or a b- better results. And then the women is kind of like, you, you know, you're doing the same thing, but like, yeah, where, where's the muscle? Where, where's the, where's the games? Like, I'm putting the, as much effort, as much time as the, the man. But, yeah. but I, I realize it's nothing to do with the size of the muscle, but the quality of the quality muscle. Quality of the muscle, okay. Quality is the main reason. Because, okay, let's say I have to, I have to be, yeah, I have to be happy with this muscle, mm-hmm. uh, if it's little muscle, but I want it better quality. Mm-hmm. So, so That's, functional, fun, actual yeah. functional. functional. Functional, as you and me understand functional. <laughs> Functional training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you understand. Yeah, yeah, you know that not not the functional training of like getting on a bozu ball and trying to go like, oh yeah, this is functional training <laughs> or those battle yeah. ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this kind of functional, like see that muscle uh, in three D. And understand what is designed to do. Let's take a quadricep. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a big muscle. It's for a uh, great muscle. It's from the hip to the knee. Mm-hmm. And as, but basically, this function from two joints. Mm-hmm. So you can work it all together because this great muscle, the biggest, strongest in the body, can help you to be fitter in your hips, in your hips. Mm. Let's say this uh, uh, also like abs. It's not like understand people, it's for aesthetic, but for a great stability and functional in your color, flexion. So I... I, So it's kind of... Oh, can you hear me? Did I lose you a little bit? Hello? Sorry? Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, I just kind of froze a little bit. But um, oh. I, I'm guessing you were saying about how is the the quality of the muscle has to be uh, dictated. Uh, you know, you have to conform the function, uh, form and function has to co- uh, coincide together. And yeah, you know. But w- what would you say about people who just only wanted to just work out because they wanted bigger muscle and they they don't care about the quality of it. They just only want it just bigger. What would you say about that? Yeah, this I have nothing to do. 
I have nothing to say, sorry. Also. Because nothing to do with healthy. So you don't think bigger muscle equals being he healthier? No. It's nothing to do with healthy. It's because of the genetic or because of the drugs. Yeah, and, it's, and unfortunately, it seems like a lot of people don't really want to talk about it. Is that, uh, you know, it, the fact is, you know, like, yeah, genetics or drugs, and even Dr. Ralph, um, when I talked with him yesterday about it, it's like he's just two pathways of you really looking huge. Drugs or, 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 or genetics. And yeah. it, the, and the thing is, it, it seems like a lot of people just have a hard time accepting that. It, that, you know, like, I, yeah. you know, like, uh, like maybe I need to, you know, in some cases, some people go like, maybe I need to change programs or I need to work out this way or I, I need to work out, um, uh, like through cycling. Maybe I need to do, uh, like high reps. Maybe I have to go through strength, uh, protocol or what would you say about that? First of all, you should ask how old they are. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. how old they are? Yeah. The second question. Uh, the parents are good enough. Okay. So, as a how how did their parents look like, and their you know like I guess the expression of the phenotype. Yeah, and also. Uh, the, listen to the body. Listen to the body after, let's say, five or ten years. Listen to the body, then you tell me. So basically, huh, you know, yeah. It, don't you notice how, like, most people really don't think ahead about even five to ten years? They just want to be looking amazing just now. You, you yeah, but now maybe it's not good for the future. So, normally, when you go and exercise, you are thinking about healthy, like healthy food, healthy exercise, everything is for you, yourself, mm -hmm. no? It, so, instead of now, you can see longer in the future and see yourself Stronger, or maybe you are like, maybe you are that kind of injured. No? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, th th that's one thing that I'm pretty sure a lot of people who's ever been really exercising even seriously, like, or they were in athletics, they, you know, you don't go. It's assumed that, you know, like, if you in, get into sports, you're going to get injured. There's just no way around it. You know, like, you're, you're, you're going to either yeah. have a bad shoulder, um, bad knees, bad, bad hips. Yeah. I, and Because you know about uh, the, the happiness hormone? Uh, the happiness hormone uh, are, uh, is that oxytocin? No, no, not oxytocin. Uh, was it, or are you talking about like serotonin? Like, adrenaline? No, no, no. Adrenaline's the, the one that you use to be able to respond in fight or flight, uh, 
fight or flight. So, you know, like adrenaline spikes, yes. especially to mobilize so, energy stores. It gives you a lot of energy when you finish that activity. You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're, that, that uh, adrenaline spiking so that you get that mobilization yes. of energy. So that, that, yes. that in itself can be beneficial. So actually, uh, doing any kind of sport, the person can feel great after that. It's like when you eat chocolate, you feel like happier. Oh, uh, so, oh, I, I think I know what you what you're talking about. Um, the dopa, uh, dopamine is uh, depleted oh. during yeah, dopamine yeah. is depleted from the exercise in itself, which in turn has a. a a feedback mechanism that actually it raises the serotonin level of contentment. And of course, yeah. you know, like you, exercise becomes a kind of addictive because you get into this dopamine serotonin type of cycle yeah. where you just want it. You have to get the hit. Yeah. Now could be the right moment because Julia is here with me. Mm-hmm. And you could ask her what she's doing when she feels kind of stressed of the studies, mm-hmm. she goes and exercises and just let her to do whatever because, because she's only 17, uh, 17, almost 18. Oh, almost okay. 18, oh, okay. Into, into <laughs> but anyway, she can go exercise every day, even twice a day, and she feels great, mm-hmm. no stress anymore. So it's good for her because after such a long time studying, it's great she can exercise so often. But as uh, me, like five, 52, I can't compare. It's like nothing to do. So ask her, how she feels when she finishes exercise every time. So, like, yeah. uh, so Julia, so you want to talk about your experiences of, uh, you know, being able to just exercise because I, I'm guessing this is where majority of young women or you just uh, people in general, like, they, they, that's why they probably exercise every day, just because I, I'm guessing that's, that's your case. Would you like to ex- expound? Well, like in my case, it's like it's different because like everybody that I know, it's like completely has a different mindset from mine. But because my mom, that she has taught me a lot of things about this method, so I changed a lot of my mind about what I want to do. And I obviously want to get like a good body because like who doesn't at my age? But at the same time, I want to have my own time to do other things, and I have to study a lot. So I, I, and I play the piano and different things. So I, I wanted to do like a lot of sport, but at the same time, I didn't want to spend my whole afternoon in the gym and just doing that. And at the end, be feeling the same that my mom was feeling with just thirty seconds. So. I tried what what she went and like since there I tried to go to the gym again and do different sports but I always come back to the same and be like, Okay mom, like you're right, like this is what makes me feel better and 
when I have stress or whatever, I just go to the gym and just train really intense for those 25 minutes, 20, 30 minutes at the most. And I, I feel great after all. Mm. I mean, in, in general, I, uh, it, so I'm guessing that back then you probably like, like, I guess spent like two hours or three hours in the gym. I mean, that's the usual time that a lot of people end up doing, right? And, uh, do, do you feel like as if, why do we spend that much time in the gym? Do you, do you know why did you spend that much time in the gym? Like, I was to, like, this is like what people do, like, they just go and they, they're there, like, in the team for, like, maybe two or three hours, as you said, and then they feel great because they spend so much time on team, so they feel like they, they have been working a lot on their body, but at the same time, I work the same, but with just 30 minutes, so they think that because when I tell them, oh, I've been working out, and they're like, oh, but you just did 30 minutes, and like, yeah, but I did the same that you did with two hours or three or even more, so efficiency yeah they just don't understand that because it's like like from all history like people have been doing it like this and now like when something new and modern like comes people it's just they don't accept that because you have to change like your mindset so it's difficult to just adapt in that situation and they just they're like, okay, like, this is, this is working for me, like, right now, so why should I change my, my method to just something that I don't know if it's gonna work on me? So they just keep on doing what they're doing. So, so, so they don't want to listen. So it's basically uh, almost like a cognitive dissonance that they end up, uh, developing and, you know, like, it, I, I basically wanted uh, to ask you, you know, if you told a person randomly, oh, yeah, you know, I only work out, uh, you know, very, very uh, briefly and infrequently, they, they probably think that you're, you know, you're probably lying. How, how would you respond to that? I would be just like, well, she doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if, like, people that can understand that because, like, it's their problem. They don't want to... Like, to get knowledge about new things, so I'm like, well, if you let me, I can, I would explain to you how could you do the same that you're doing within just 30, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. But they're just like not open-minded, so sometimes I, I get frustrated with that, and I'm just like, you know, if you don't even want to try it, just like don't ask me because I'm trying to explain you something new that maybe could work for you, but you're not open for it. So whether I don't do nothing about it because I don't care what they're thinking or I just try to explain them and maybe it's like, well, you you can try. You can come, like, for example, with my friends. I'm like, you can't judge it without even trying it. So sometimes, like, a friend has come to my house. I'm like, well, you want to, you wanna, like, try my workout that I, that I do upstairs in the gym. And they try it, but it's like, really difficult for them like they 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 think it's too much workout and they're like wow this has been very intense like for just 20 minutes i mean i can't even like finish the workout and i'm like yeah because it's not that easy i mean i'm working a lot on my body within just 20 minutes and doing the same with two hours. 
and you're not even capable of finishing my workout. Yes. <laughs> so what's the point then? So, so it, it comes down to the point where like some people who kind of pride themselves over like, hey, you know, I work out every day, you know, two or three hours. And you're probably thinking, uh, you know, like, okay, I don't know what you're doing to those two or three hours. I, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure a lot of them are just like taking selfies or, or on the, on the treadmill. Yeah, social media, yeah. These young people, they just need to be outside more. Like uh, my age, mm -hmm. I went uh, every day outside. Nowadays, they stay at home with the mobile all the time, except one hour they go to the gym and come back again with the mobile. Yeah, so that's point is like, since we're a lot at home and like a lot with our phones, we try to be like, oh, today I spent two hours in the gym, so I, you know, I'm really, you know, doing productive and I'm doing a lot of things because I've been in the gym for two hours. Well, I've been in the gym for like maybe 25, 25 minutes, but I do the same and I could play the piano and I could do a lot of work. So I'm guessing in that case it's kind of like also talking about the time management because unless you also brought up a something kind of hasn't been really overly talked about but like the our the younger generation yeah we're we're more inside we're more on our phones on our computers much more than i'm guessing uh back in uh, uh in earlier years like say your time esther that you know i guessing a lot of people were more out and about but now i you know i if i go outside you know i can't really go outside per se i mean you know because of the lockdown but yeah. Say if everything were normal and I were to just walk around, I don't see any kids playing in their in their neighborhood. You know, you, you don't really see that anymore, do you? No, no, no. Well, so no, no, no. and and this so this this isn't just only in the United States. It's also in uh, I'm guessing Spain as well. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. do you think it's because a lot of people are just you know finding that you know they're trying to escape by getting onto the online. And, and social media and on their phones, and maybe that's and maybe that's the reason why a lot of us, you know, they they basically say, yeah, you know, to you have to we have to be in the gym or something just to show that we aren't being lazy at home watching probably Netflix or on a computer. Yeah, probably you've been on the on the couch like for like doing all day and then you take your phone, you're like, oh, I'm in the gym like for two hours. And then you really say, oh my God, like this guy has been in the gym for two hours. I have to go to the gym and I have to do two, two hours and a half. And you know, it's all the time like trying to copy what you see on Instagram mostly and I mean, like feeling productive even, even though you just only did that for the during the day, you just went to the gym for two hours and 
And that's the important thing on teenagers, just showing what you're doing. They don't know that the natural process of the human being is developed, is uh, getting bigger since you are 25 or maximum 30. It's natural process. Even if you do nothing, the body is going to get more and more bigger. So, so are are you basically mentioning, you know, like uh, any advice that towards uh, parents, uh, especially when they're young kids, that you're you're encouraging them that they should really be getting exercise because in you you know like. Some people would say, uh, no, you know, like, I, I don't want to have uh, my kids go out or something. They might get hurt or they might get uh, injured. How would you respond to that? I think until you are 25, the more you do, the better you constructing your body for the future. Hmm. The muscle is gonna have memory in it for the future and also they need some activity any activity is possible unless it's a problem a specific problem but generally speaking young people must have movement as much as possible to compensate all the time they're being on the schools very, very sedentary. Sedentary? Mm, yeah, sedentary. It, 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 yes. It, it seems like, uh, but nowadays, you know, I'm not sure if it's in Spain, but in the United States, that they're pushing more of the kids to focus more on your studies, focus more on the math and the, uh, the sciences. Oh, oh. But they're they're yeah. cutting back on the arts. They're cutting back on physical activity yeah. and other. Yeah. Is, is that you the know, same same thing? We hmm? don't do like gymnastics uh, on school uh, anymore. Oh, so they so, so they they cut back on f physical education uh, even yeah. in, in schooling. And yeah, so like school from eight thirty to three, and I get home and then I have lunch and then I have to get back to study from uh, 4, probably, until 8. So, like, my time, for example, to work out is just in the morning. So I wake up, like, at 6.30, and then I go to the gym, and I do 30 minutes workout. But without that, like, I wouldn't have, like, the energy to go and be studying so many hours, like, at school, and then at home be studying at the same time. I'd be sitting on a chair all the time. So that's why, like... Having just at least 30 minutes, 30 intense minutes of working out, it's, it's yeah. enough. She's like, done. She's done. She's done in the morning. Like, and if some people just to, to work out in the morning because they don't like to wake up really early, they, they are can sleepy. do that. They yeah. are sleepy. Yeah, they, they can do that, um, like in the afternoon. Just like 30 minutes and that's it. So I don't see like how people, like, it's really difficult for them to understand this because, like, it's a basic thing to understand. I don't know. Uh, uh, the fact is they have to combine being student and happy person. 
Mm. So basically, there seems like a dichotomy, like, and you know, since we we all want to be able to have the best for our children, but in doing so, we assume that it's only by studying or only by sending you to school and and education. But I'm guessing, like, a lot of us, by the time uh, the students uh, end up graduating and become adults, they don't really know how to take care of themselves, do they? That's right. About nutrition, gas, mm-hmm. we could be uh, speaking long time. Mm-hmm. We don't have uh, such a long time. But about nutrition, also people has no idea what is good for your body. Generally speaking, it's so easy and simple to. Uh, eat healthy and to be fit with a uh, simple exercise, but uh, not uh, as much as people think. Like, uh, let's say you have to eat at least three, four, five times per day. This is not true. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, uh, I actually still think that there's some people who believe in the the, the whole, yeah, uh, three to five meals or even up to six meals or small little meals is necessary yeah. for good uh, for good health. And because, uh, because, or I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm guessing it's based on really sketchy studies and really the research is kind of like, I don't really know about that. Unfortunately, it seems like that our, our educational system, especially yeah. even globally, has been teaching our young and even the people who have kind of graduated uh, and, and gone through that. We've, we're given kind of like really sketchy, uh, sketchy information and I'm guessing you find this a, a kind of problematic because even as a parent and even say um, if to be to be in being a parent and being able to arm your children with uh, good information so that they they become responsible adults. Our education system isn't doing that. Is that correct or your, your thoughts about that? Um, if- it's so difficult because it's like being against everything and I not like this. I like to study and to, to improve my knowledge mm-hmm. about how the body it works mm-hmm. by itself. The body is the only can take care not during only some period but during the whole life Mm. the better you take care the better you can reach like my mom now is 80 and I would like to be in a better health Mm. Because as they didn't know when she was young, but nowadays it's possible 
to be fitter mm-hmm. when you reach that age. Mm. Actually, it's uh, more convenient because it's not as often as I thought, like being every day doing a kind of exercise, mm-hmm. but Instead of that, it's only one or two workouts a week, but very, very specific and very, very intense. So, so you're basically also saying that not just only, um, you know, having the, the, the brief, intense and frequent type of workouts, that there are benefits, mostly if you haven't noticed that uh, the high-intensity boutiques or studios usually aim towards the older populations, but there are benefits for people, younger people, such as uh, Julia, that maybe they should really be introduced into something like that. And in general, I'm, I'm guessing um, what's the likelihood of, uh, you know, this is directed towards uh, Julia, that you would be able to train this way? Uh, would you train this way for the rest of your life? Or would you, you know, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm not moving from, like, this workout. Like, I, I have it really, like, sure in my mind. Because, <laughs> like, as I said before, it's effective and I feel productive about it. And, like, I have time to do a lot of things, like, and I feel like, for my mind, it's perfect, like, I just have some time to to be like productive, like with my body, mm-hmm. and then I can go do different things. Yeah, and I already have worked with my body, so I have energy. Well, I, I, I can tell you, I have another daughter, mm-hmm. Andrea. She is now 25, 21, 21. Sorry, uh, she is not doing this kind of training but I don't mind actually she uh, is doing anything in the gym like going explosive and very rapid movement and sudden movement but I don't care they now is the time to do whatever she wants. She likes going to the gym, and I think, as I told you, the muscle is uh, good enough for the future. Hmm. Then, when she gets older, she will have to change, but it's going to be like, more difficult for her. I think so, because this method, it requires uh, uh, like a learning process, you see? Mm-hmm. It's not so easy to go such a slow motion. No, with most people doesn't know how to do that. No, it's very difficult to teach people Hey, let's go very slowly. Even they think they go slowly, they can go slow, slower. Always. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other daughter, uh, Andrea, his boyfriend 
So basically, any, any movement would be fine. you are in the age, on the right age. Mm -hmm. So I think when she gets older, this method is going to help her. Because mm -hmm. when, as I said before, when you get older, uh, as the... Things are going to have to change. Yeah, the things are things are basically have to change. Yeah, I mean, if you see some people running on the street, I see a lot every day. They may be fifties, uh, sixties, but I think these people will be uh, injured in very few uh, time. Because mm. the body is not gonna, is not, uh, capable to stand stress, join stress. Mm. Basically, it's because of join. Um, maybe you have, uh, nice genetic and you can keep on doing that but most of the people just they stop and being injury is not the injured is not the the purpose oh oh yeah 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 oh, okay. sorry yeah sorry it's all right um so i'm i'm basically thinking that your your biggest arguments is really when people take an exercise they don't really Oh, uh, right. Yeah, um, I'm guessing it's because when they undertake an exercise protocol, they don't really overthink about the injuries that is that you can potentially accumulate. And now it's pretty much saying that you're making a lot of arguments that if you really want a health promotion, I mean, I'm guessing a lot of us... Uh, Originally, you know, like, hey, we got in because we wanted to look good. But eventually, we start, started realizing the health in right now, in this, you know, this particular moment in time, you know, we, we start realizing health is one of the most important things to uh, to us. Maybe yeah. uh, not necessarily money, not necessarily having certain name, not necessarily having all these uh, other things. Because when you don't have your health, like... What's the point? I mean, I'm uh, I'm guessing Nothing. like yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most we can appreciate, and it depends a lot of what you do, not day by day, but uh, week by week and month by month and year by year, a lot of years. So basically. And have to think I about the long term. <laughs> yeah, 
when you go to the normal uh, uh, stand, uh, usual team, you can find mostly young people. When you need more that team is when you get older, you just don't go. That's a pity. Mm. Because in the teens, it's only prepared, ready to prepare, for young people. Mm. Because the knowledge is not for the adults when you are 40, 50, 60, 70. I have also clients, they are 80. Mm. So, but I would like to have more, more, uh, old people. Mm. I think they even can walk from the house to the grocery shop. Mm. Oh, sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but they, my point in this is that, like, young people mostly they they want to have fun like working out right mm-hmm. like they think that they love to work out a lot of time and just like absorbing like their body but like at the same time as you said before like we're trying to find um like help so like for me for example like maybe my mom um she's she doesn't like have fun doing it but like for me like I have fun just working out like in this method. So like young people should just try and just like put themselves out of the out of the circle and try this method so they could be having fun and be healthy at the same time. So like I don't see the point of not doing it. Like you can get the both both things uh, in just thirty minutes. So and if they like Working out so many hours, they can do it. Like, their body is just going to be like, this is your limit. Like, you have fun, but, like, this is the end. You know, tomorrow war. Like, people, they don't want, they don't want to even try it. So, yeah. that's the problem. Definitely. Another uh, a good point, Cass, to discuss actually is the most important, I think. It's about muscular failure that we, you and me, like to reach that point because we understand the why it's so important. Mm-hmm. I would say it's the only way to measure uh, the progress, actually. Mm. And it's the most difficult to uh, get from the clients because they want to stop much earlier mm. when they are so comfortable with the repetitions. They just feel, uh, let's say, enough. I keep saying, let's keep trying until the muscular failure. That's the moment you are not able to keep doing that movement. Mm. It's what we can send to the body 
the right uh, signal. The yeah, right the, the right stimulus, stimulus, the right signal to be able to make the adaptations. Right. And, and to be sure that all the fibers inside the muscle, they are working together. Mm. And then you reach that point, it's not possible to work the whole muscle. And as you age, you're gonna lose first the fast switch, like the bigger one. Mm -hmm. The, the glycolytic ones, you'll yeah. The little ones. Mm, I read as much about the little one, they are forever. And what about the bigger one? That's what I most mind. Because I realize my body needs to be in that situation, mm. kind of extremely dangerous. Mm. So my body is kind of intelligent and is not going to die for tomorrow. <laughs> and tomorrow, hopefully, is going to make adaptations to get better, hopefully. Mm. Eating well, uh, drinking a lot of water, and being not stressed so much, and being happy, and eating the right food. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, I fall into that spectrum as well. But, you know, it, it really, I guess you can say that this training towards, um, towards, towards the normal, normal people like you, you and I, as opposed to people who are trying to look like, uh, I guess, you know, yeah. they look amazing or like as if they're going to be a fitness model or something. And I actually, um, Person, you know, I, I wish that we had more time to be able to even go deeper in and discuss yeah. the theology, but I, I don't want to keep you uh, up uh, up uh, any a little bit uh, longer because you know, like it, it has been, this conversation has taken us you know, so, so, so many ways. Any closing, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, any any closing thoughts that you have before we wrap up and you know, uh, you know, end. Uh, uh, well. We've been talking a lot of subjects, a lot of topics mm -hmm. discussed about aerobics, about uh, being fit, yeah. doing Alma. I mean, I think generally uh, speaking, Any I, I'm happy about all the conversation. Mm -hmm. Also, thanks to Julia because young people and uh, and not only, but uh, not as young, mm. so can make the difference. Mm. Actually, it's um, speaking about different language. What Julia can do, she's again uh, almost 15, and may past 50s. Mm. So even we uh, both want the same for healthy and 
not for fun. But I said I want like it's like for me in my case, like it's for fun and at the same time for health. Yeah. So like for me it's like I can yes, both things. Yeah, but for fun I would say you play piano for fun. You read to no, I mean, for fun because you, I go, you put your goals and you yeah. you're there like every day, like yeah, just exactly. trying to get better body and yeah, you know, yeah, simulating it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's say for fun as well. Mm-hmm. In her case, yeah. not my case. Yeah, for fun, I would go skiing. I would go running. I would go many things, but now I have to measure better than I used to do. Mm. I used to do everything. I used to dance a lot and it was not healthy for me. Mm. Dancing like a ballet. Mm. Ballet was so dangerous. Ballet, it was like, okay, it's my passion, but it's not um, no me en la vida. I don't want to hurt myself mm. anymore. Mm. You see, I I, I knew it 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 gonna cause some injury in my body mm. because it's as you know it's uh, very dangerous for all body. Mm. All so, so after I'm basically gonna ask, um, you know, your closing thoughts is that you know, want to be wiser about how you're spending your time and how you're even selecting exercise. Uh, where would where would people be able to contact you, especially those who speak uh, you know, Spanish, especially uh, assuming they they want to get all your services as well. Where would they best find you? Um, I'm guessing, you know, do you have a direct email, contact, website, or social media? Uh, my email is esther, without H, without H, E-S-T-E-R. Mm-hmm. And my surname together is Lampreavet. All right, don't worry. I, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, you know, I'll yeah, yeah. put it. So, so <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing that the, the, the email and where else do you think um your a website Instagram, or Instagram the same? Instagram the same. Okay, and, and Facebook the same. Facebook? No, no Twitter. Do you, do you use Twitter? Sorry, Twitter. No, 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 not I, really. I, I got, I got, but I don't usually uh, look for a uh, look. It's more yeah. Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Instagram and and Facebook, and I'm guessing your email. Is there a website that uh, people can visit that to to for directly? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet? Sorry. Okay. All right. So we just, they'll be able to just directly contact you and do those three avenues. I'll put that in the show notes. But other than that, you know, I basically want to kind of thank you for, you know, pretty thank much you. getting 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 on and allowing me to have this kind of dialogue and discussion with it's quite interesting the fact that you have somebody who is already within their 50s and then somebody who is barely turning 18 
talk about their experiences on doing resistance training and the profound effects. And yeah, that, that, I think that that's probably very valuable to people that everyday normal people instead of the people who are like just only, you know, it, it allows me to kind of like feel like, Hey, I'm not necessarily into this just because I, I'm like some sort of freak or something because, you know, I, I, I sometimes feel like I'm into stuff that makes me seem odd. But the fact that you, there is, you know, like, and you talking about your experiences actually makes me feel better th- about the fact that I'm kind of promoting this type of uh, training and thoughts and even doing this podcast. And Great. yeah, and if, doing, uh, just encouraging young people because yeah. it's, a, it's a good point. And uh, like, people should listen yeah. to it and just try. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's right. But other than that, I, I, I want to thank you for joining and, and thank you for your time. And this has been the Stronger for Life podcast and pretty, uh, my two guests, uh, Esther and Julia. And this is Cask signing off now. You know, hopefully stay tuned for the next episode and have a good one. All right. And stay, stay strong and thank you very much, Cass. Mm. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Yeah. Bye.